Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Loud and Curious with Krista Rosa. I am here with Gloria Caspito, um, and she is a personal stylist, a commercial stylist. We met on a show where she was helping to style um, Clinton Kelly's uh, makeovers on a show called Love at First Swipe, which you would remember from Devin Simone's interview I did on this podcast. Say hello. Hi. Um, I'm so happy to see you, and you look so gorgeous, and I love this outfit. Thank you. Um you are a stylist, so I kind of want to talk to you about how you got into style, how you started, if it was like something you always wanted to do, if it was something mm-hmm. that kind of you fell into. And then also I really want to talk about like tips and trips and, or tips and tricks and like yeah. some hacks of like how if I'm someone who's never ever shopped for myself ever in my life ever, yeah. how can I like save money and look good on a budget and like not have to invest hundreds and hundreds of dollars to like having my own personal style. Yeah, so the way that I got into styling, do you want me to just start there? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, okay, so the way I got into styling was um, I did not think I was going to be a stylist my entire life. I just always loved fashion. Yeah. And I thought I was going to be an attorney. (laughs) And Okay. Yeah, all like from, you know, ninth grade when you start thinking about careers, or at least I did, to the senior year of college, I was like fully focused, tunnel vision on becoming an attorney. And um, just because, or like, was there a reason behind that? Or I mean, I loved the law. I loved like logic. I, you know, I, I'm still very strongly feel about like human rights and things like that. And, yeah. Um, wanted to be like a human or civil rights attorney. That's what I was going for. Um, then somewhere, but along with that, I also was an artist and I was always drawing and doing photography and I loved fashion and I was always reading about fashion and like you know, just pouring over magazines and yeah. I just loved so many things. I, I, but I decided that law was going to be the, the career just because I felt like that's where I could do the most good. Um, then in senior year of college, I essentially had an epiphany, like a straight up epiphany where I realized I am not going to be a happy, um, attorney. I'm going to be a miserable attorney. Um, because I wanted, I need to do a creative career. So from there, I like, I, I went to my, um, like my counselors at the time and at school and they told me get an internship in what you think you might want a career in. So I got an internship at Town and Country Magazine in the beauty department. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I did that. That was my spring of my senior year. So right at the end. Um, and I, you know, I got to, even though I was on the, in the beauty department, I got to see what the fashion interns did and, you know, be go into the fashion closet. And I realized I want to be involved something along these like lines. Like this, yeah. Yeah, I want to be either as a writer, um, maybe I'd be a beauty writer, but I want to be involved in this world. So after school, basically, I within like a year and a half, I finally got a position that was along those lines. I was an editor at a digital magazine um, that focused on like fashion and lifestyle and things like that. And then from there, I became a freelance writer. And I started writing for like managing the blogs of startups, and got I it. was on the writing side of fashion. And basically, I got kind of tapped by a stylist who I was working with at one of the startups that I was managing their blog, a fashion blog. And she said, "You know, I think that you have a natural, like, you know, talent for you this. You have natural. Moxie. Yeah, <laughs> you got some moxie. You got, yeah. you got it, girl. So she's like, if you're interested, I could, you can come on as my assistant um, and kind of like my apprentice." you can help me and then when I have jobs that I'm too busy to take I'll you'll, send them your you'll way. You'll do them, yeah. So that's where I got started actually styling uh, and once I started doing it I realized like wow this is the really career fun. for me. Yeah. yeah. Like this is the hands-on fashion job that I wanted. I actually enjoy it more than the writing about fashion. Um, it just incorporate so many creative skills and I was like okay this is this is gonna be my yeah. career yeah what did you what was one thing that you learned at your internship that you like that was like oh wait I'm on the right track like fuck being a lawyer like being an attorney <laughs> like fuck that like by law like what was the what was what was one thing that you learned there I just liked um the fact that it was it was dynamic their days were different they really got to 
um, be creative and it was things were always changing um, at town and country it's like it's a pretty like you know you know bougie magazine yeah it's like so expensive <laughs> like yeah like luxury yeah it's like old money old money um, yeah. so for me I was like I don't think this is kind of the like the market I would be in especially as like a young kid graduating from college I didn't know about these brands yeah you know? um, I remember like I got my f- they had like Chanel lipsticks and the beauty editors like let me take home a Chanel li- lipstick and things like that and I was like well, Chanel and you were like oh my <laughs> god yeah, like, I, was like, oh I can't believe yeah I still have them and that was like near like nearing a decade ago so um I uh, yeah I was like I don't know if this is going to be my my market but like I like this world so yeah. I want to be involved in this and I like what they get to do yeah so that's like how it started and so now today you yes. are a commercial stylist a personal stylist and yes. you basically just all things that would need a stylist you basically are doing yeah so like when yeah so I do mostly commercial work and they're they usually, yeah, they usually call me, I'm a wardrobe stylist, so I'm, I manage the wardrobe yeah. for the talent, either actors or models or things like that. So when you're a wardrobe stylist, you're a stylist on a production. Um, so for me, it's mainly like digital content and commercials because everything's digital now, social media, content, yeah. things like that. So that's where my bread and butter is. And then I'm also a personal stylist, so real life people who need um, help dressing themselves for either events or just every day, or even if they just need like a closet overhaul. They're yeah, like, you know like, oh, come redo yeah. my shit for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I have so many clothes, but I always feel like I have nothing to wear, but I know there's something, something in here. Yeah. Like show me what to yeah. do. Yeah. I need fresh eyes on it. So I'll be those fresh eyes. Yeah. I call it a closet audit. We'll go through their closet and put together new looks based on what they've already what they already have, what they've already made an investment in. So you yeah. don't even need to spend more money to start getting more out of your wardrobe. Of your, yeah. Yeah. Got it. And so what um what is one of the things that you think that people do most often that are like super like what's a what's a faux pas that you see often or something that you see people doing a lot that's like a big no no? I would say trying to take part in every single trend. Like not every trend is for every person. Not yeah. every trend is remnant, like is really emulating your, your true personal style. But if you don't know what your personal style is yet, so you're just throwing it all on, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't feel as authentic. Um, I would say take part in every trend that you love and you want to. But before that even I mean or along the way really kind of hone in on what do I feel my best in what is my personal style what's my brand yeah. you know what do I want to project to the world and when a style comes along or when a trend comes along you can think about it is this like are ripped jeans for me like is that my thing yeah, or is, like yeah. is it yeah or is that just going to feel like I'm wearing someone else's clothes so thinking about that and then you're going to save money in the end because you try that trend you bought that piece and then in the end you're like I wore it twice and I'm never going to wear it again yeah yeah what um What's one thing that you see often that people do right? Like, what's the thing? What's the thing that you see a lot of that you're like, oh, this is really good? Or like, when you do it, when you do like a closet audit, like, what are yeah. you seeing that you're like, oh, good job here? Like, you really did this right? Is there anything that's <laughs> usually like a like what's what's like three things that are like bonuses that like you usually really like to see whenever you do one? I like to see people making like true choices. Like, like if I see someone walking down the street and they could be in something that someone else is going to like give them side eye for but I'm just like you know what they made you some like choices. made a bold move yeah, yeah you made some choices there and you you thought about it and you put together something that felt right for you and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks like I like that people are like making bold moves and like taking risks like that feels good and you can have some risky garments in your in your like closet in your wardrobe you don't have to put them all together at once yeah and like peacock but you can use those really unique pieces and like have really clear personal style by building around that something that's a little bit more toned down. So that yeah, just like more, like more like basic stuff like with yeah. that one piece to be like the star of the outfit. Yeah, and it's just like that one piece really says a lot about who you are because you chose that kind of like one-of-a-kind piece because yeah. it spoke to you and like it spoke to you because there was some like connection or harmony there and like so the piece that you're wearing yeah. is saying a lot about you. Got it. Yeah. And then will you like take, if say that I have like a bold, a really bold like item that you, like one of these things that you're saying, yeah. would you take that and then use that as like inspiration throughout the rest of the closet? Like if you're curating someone's thing or is it usually like, let's find a different look also to like pair with this that we can like deviate from that. Like, yeah. So yeah. if I like, let's say I'm working with someone and they have a really bold item that seems like out of 
the norm for everything else. Like it's super colorful and everything else is like black all, and white. Yeah, yeah. Black and white, all solids. And it's like, you know what, what about this piece made you purchase it? What did you love? And they'll be like, you know, I loved the texture or I loved the pattern or yeah. it reminded me of all of the like summer dresses my mom wore, whatever that pe- like reason is. We're like, okay, let's like, let's lean into that and let's think more about that. And we can pull out some more pieces that are like this because there's something about it that made you feel good and like, lovely and we want to we want you to feel more like that yeah and then that's kind of like helping them to move a little bit out of their comfort zone so if that one piece was like really wonderful to them let's maybe get two more pieces like that or what else do you have that is kind of like that as well oh you never wear that it's in the back of your closet let's try to incorporate it into some outfit so that you can start kind of like trying these things on and wearing them out of the house yeah yeah what um what's one th- what's like a crazy one that you've seen recently or like what's like something crazy that someone had in their closet and you're like what on earth is this like what's some yeah. like horror like give me one horror story I don't think I've ever really had a horror story I mean mainly it's like I think some of the things that we need to part it's it's more things we need to part with like Got so it. if I'm in someone's closet and it's like you have all of these raggedy t-shirts from college but you keep all of them and they're taking up you know valuable space in a New York City apartment like do you really need all of them? Yeah. Let's get rid of some of them and start making space for other things. And maybe you should stop wearing these raggedy t-shirts from college yeah. because <laughs> it no longer fits who you are now. Um, and let's say we keep two of them. We kind of think of them as like a band t-shirt. A vintage yeah. 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 But we don't have them all, you know, and we yeah. kind of like take that temptation away of like making a bad choice. Um, so yeah, it's more of like kind of being able to shed what we need to shed as opposed to seeing something and being like, that is hideous. Yeah. 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 Okay, Cause everything is subjective, you know, something that well, yeah, and like someone could wear the ugliest yeah. thing in the world. And I could be like, wow, they look amazing. Like, yeah. it, we live in New York. We walk down the street every day and there's something that's like, you would never even have remotely thought to pair something together. And you see someone that's yeah. doing it so well. And you're like, fuck, they like yeah. look great. Have you ever seen people walking into like fashion week? It's just like, whoa, it's like insane. Yeah. yeah. I would have well, never thought also, like, of that. It's also yeah. like 90 <laughs> things on at once. I'm like, how does someone wear so many clothes at one time? Yeah, like, and it's like September and it's 90 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like in a fur full, like, a, like yeah. a fur coat that's like a crazy color. Yeah. yeah. I literally always joke because during fashion week, I feel like everyone's dressing for the opposite season. Like yeah, in, it's like what? Yeah, yeah, because in September they're wearing fur coats, and I'm just like, but it's still technically like it's like summer. Like, it's like summer here. Like yeah. I'm sweating and I'm in a t-shirt. And then in February they're wearing like sandals and like, like a bikini. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, like you should have done that last. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, no, I always feel like I see that, but it, like Fashion Week is like when you see people walking into Fashion Week. I think a lot of people talk about they talk about fashion in like really dichotomous terms. Like it's very inclusive and it's also very exclusive. So it's like when you, if you are at fashion week and you see the attendees of all the shows, there's some like crazy looking people there, but they found a home in fashion. So like, it's kind of wonderful in that aspect. But if you love something and someone else is like poo pooing it, just like go with your gut. And if you love it, like you'll find a way to wear it. Yeah. What are some tips when I'm in a store? Okay. So like any other, give me other like closet kind of tips or do you have any kind of way to organize your closet? Do you do that? I always do mine like tank top, short, like sleeveless, short sleeve, long sleeve, like you would in like a retail store usually. But like, do you have any way that you like, like to do, are there any like tips or hacks there that you like organizing closet helps them helps people to like wear things differently or do you you utilize that at all I to a certain extent I think like being able to see seeing as much as you can is really important because like you're gonna pull from what you see like you're not if it's something's in a bin somewhere you're not gonna remember that you have it so I do I like change my clothes out so like I put all my winter and fall clothes I just did this I did the switch put them away in bins I don't need to look at them I'm not going to need them and then I take all the spring summer out so I can see everything and that means I even I put all the fall winter boots away I put like everything away I don't need to see that anymore what I need to see front and center is what I can wear for this season yeah and then like I love those um bag organizers that you can get at like um what's a crate What's the crate place? I forgot the name. Crate and Barrel? Not Crate and Barrel, no, but um, there's an organ- Oh, the container store? The container store. There you yeah. go. You can get like things that you put over the your closet door, and you can organize your bags on that way. You can organize like oh, your jewelry it. that way. Got so that's it. a way to kind of like utilize the, the small spaces that we have. Yeah. So like using the packs of your doors is one of them. Um, yeah, bringing out everything. I mean, the Mary, what's it, Mary Kondo method of like yeah. holding things, it actually really helps because you get to see more of your items. So trying that. Um, I love, I got this from Ikea. It's They're called lingerie chests. I mean, that's like the old, like the 
the old term the for old it. The old term for it, but basically it's like a chest with very shallow drawers. And so you're, you're, everything that you're putting in the drawer, you're going to see. It's not like a very deep drawer where you're yeah. going to have layers So like everything is on the top, basically. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything's on the top. So I use that for like my clutches. I use that for like all of my sunglasses. Um, and that's just a lot like of a, jewelry. any chest of drawer like normally. Or it's like a little jewelry box that's like bigger, I'm assuming. Or is it like an actual piece of furniture? From, it's an, uh, the one I have from Ikea, um, it's an actual piece of furniture. Um, I got a tall one. And, and it's I just like all really thin drawers. All really assuming, shallow right? drawers. Yeah. And then the bottom is like two kind of ver- more regular um, depth drawers. And I use that for, um, yeah, like you can use that for underwears. You can use that for anything that you really want to see everything on top of. And then yeah. the bigger like the bigger drawers on the bottom I just use for like pajamas because I don't care. They can all be like thrown in together. And then I use that for like my, sky- my styling kit. Um and things like that. But I found that I was like, this is a really helpful piece of furniture that helps me to see everything. Yeah. So you're not yeah. like, I feel like in my chest of drawers, I have my jeans and it's like the ones on the top are the ones that I always get. Yeah. And then I like go through the them time. once, like every couple of months. And I'm like, I forgot I even had these. Like, when did I buy these jeans? Yeah. Like, I Absolutely. feel like I often like lose sight of stuff because yeah. of that. And if you find that there's items that you're, they're always finding their way to the bottom, you're not wearing them enough, just hang them up. Yeah. Move them from the drawer to the closet and hang them up, so you're going to see them much easier because it's all right there in front of you. Is that but the, is that also a thing of like maybe I should be getting rid of that because I don't wear it? I I have a I've heard before like if you haven't worn it in six months, get rid of it. I say if you haven't worn it in a year and a half, okay, get rid of it I like that better because you've gone through all four seasons and you kind of come around again. So like the next time of the season, yeah, yeah. So if you have not worn it all year and it's now coming up to the next season to the season again and you're not. You're Still not, not wearing it, it like through the season, basically. Yeah. yeah. Then you're then you're not loving it. Yeah. So, so a year and a half, not six months. Year, I say a year and a half, yeah. especially in New York City where there's four seasons. Like, yeah. You need to go through the whole year because there's some. I mean, there's some tops that I wear. Like I wear it spring, summer, winter. You know. Yeah. If I like put something over it, I'm still wearing it. So it's like it can be out there for the whole year. So if there's something that you have not worn last season. Through the year, all of the other seasons have passed, and now that season has come up again, and you're it's still still not, not reaching for it. Yeah, then, yeah. Then you can get rid of it. What are any other thing closet related? Anything else closet related, or, or should we move on to like related. going into like stores and like shopping? For something that I just got recently in my apartment is like I think just hang, like hanging items is like just the best way to. Um, to organize your clothes and the best way to use everything. So if you have the space, rather than going for something like a chest of drawers, go for um, an armoire. Like an armoire that you, it still hangs it, but yeah, it's big. Exactly. Yeah. So it's going to give you more hanging space. Yeah. Um, I I have two large closets, so yeah. I actually hang almost all, all oh, of my clothing. Yeah. yeah. And like, so I find that I use that so much more and like I actually see all of my clothing whereas mm-hmm. like when I go in those chests of drawers of like random shirts that I have yeah. tucked away I like forget that I like I said before I forget that I even have them or like yeah. pants shorts like bathing suits like all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff that's in a drawer I like forget you how totally many of forget. it I have yeah out of sight out of mind so yeah. like if you have room for another piece of furniture I would go for something where you're gonna have more hanging space yeah as opposed to more drawers where you're gonna lose everything yeah, yeah. and just like pack it in there you just like throw stuff on top of each other and you kind of yeah. just like yeah. It could be just like a catch off or whatever. Like there's random junk in there too. And like, it's, it's, it's never good. <laughs> old love letters. Yeah. Like, old, <laughs> you know, but just like, oh, this old belt or like random yeah. stuff that I like, oh, like all this yeah. random stuff that you just throw in there to get out of the way. Cause it's yeah. like already a drawer of stuff that you don't ever look at. Cause true. it's like not in front of your face. Yeah. So, so true. So those deep, deep drawers, they're just like, it's, cause even when you like, it's just like a mess because yeah. there's so many layers, so many like clothes toppled on top of each other that you're really never going to see what's on the bottom or use it. So yeah. like, get some more bars that you can hang things on. What, um, okay, let's transition to yeah. like in the stores. Yes. What are some things, where is it that you spend your money on? Like I know, cause again, like going to shopping, I love to shop. I spent, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I like to buy things that aren't really that cheap anymore. I've really been like going over my style and being like, I want to buy things that I'll have that last me years and mm-hmm. aren't like, and aren't like, something I, I I have for a year and then I just throw it in the garbage afterwards. Yeah. So I've been spending a lot of money like investing in clothing. And mm-hmm. so like what are the things that you always say or at least you or even yourself, mm-hmm. what do you invest in whenever you go to a store and spend a good a dollar amount on because you know you'll have it for a while? And what are the things that you like to just say like, oh, buy it cheap because you're going to like you're going to ruin it anyway? So I would say coats, bags and shoes is our investments are investment pieces because those are items that you want to have for a long time. Um, and 
quality definitely comes with a higher price tag. Yes. So even like denim, I feel like you can get really great denim for really cheap. Oh, so yeah. like you don't need to spend $300 on a pair of jeans, you know? And like regardless, mm-hmm. if I spend $300 or $30 on a pair of jeans, they rip the exact same time. Yeah. Like they, they like wear they out in the exact through. same time. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. matter how nice they are or how bad they are. Very true. Because in the end, I mean, like the way that they like wash it is going to be different. But in the end, like denim is denim. Yeah. Um, that's and a lot of times, unless you're going for like a more sustainable brand. So sustainable denim brands usually come with a little bit of a higher price. So if you're kind of shopping with like ethics in mind. Yeah. Um, then you like then, then it's worth it. Everything you're, you look for is probably going to be a higher price. And then you're shopping less, but you're shopping, and you're making an investment. Um, but I would definitely say like shoes bags and coats your like these things are important to be and they need to be well constructed like you need to have a lining you need to have you want to have inside pockets you want to have like a belt you want it to be like a great you know quality fabrics like you faux if you're doing a faux fur like higher price faux furs look more real yeah than lower than like price a lower food. that looks really cheap yeah like you can you really you tell, can tell. Yeah. yeah so those are items i would definitely say invest in um Bags, and like yeah. a bag just because you're going to wear it out. Like, and a so bag, it's like, yeah. Yeah. You, you wear your bag. Your clothes can change every day. But if you have a bag that you love, you're wearing that every single day. Yeah. So it needs to be able to withstand the, the tra- like the traffic, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's something that you want to put an investment into it because you want it to be beautiful. You want it to be well made. You want it to last. Um, and then things like leathers, you know, they're going to be a higher price. Price but point. Because... But also you yeah. have it for the rest of your life. But you that's have it for the, the rest of uh, life. All the yeah. stuff that I buy that's leather, like I think like all the bag, like I have like yeah. uh, a bigger like kind of like, t- not duffel, it's like a big, um, like a tote bag yeah. that I put stuff in. And then I also just bought like a briefcase, like mm-hmm. Cole Haan, like nice leather. And like my mom bought me like a, an apothecary bag one year for nice. my birthday, yeah. like a duffel apothecary bag yeah. for travel. And like, I like... We, I was just like, mm, do I really want this? Yeah. And literally my mom was like, you will have this for the rest of your life. Literally. And like, we'll yeah. pass down to like whoever your children are mm-hmm. or what, whoever. Yeah. Like you'll pass this down to someone else because it's like that, because it's nice and like it won't wear out. And you take care of it. And yeah. if it needs to be repaired, you get it repaired and you keep it forever. And things like bag, um, shoes. So I've made the mistake before of buying like cheap shoes and cheap bags. And it's like they fall apart so easily. That's yeah. something where the quality difference, it becomes apparent really fast. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm investing on in good shoes and I'm keeping them. But the thing is like, you can get a better quality brand that you know, like retails for a higher amount than maybe you normally spend. But we have so many like discount, you know, stores that you yeah, can get like things the, on a Like the like, uh, like Nordstrom Rack and the, like yeah, the Neiman's off, off fifth. fifth and yeah. like the or yeah like the Saks off fifth and like the Neiman's mm-hmm. last call and like uh, there's the the so one, many things the online one, yeah, yeah the 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 Cole Haan bag that I bought I got it for like less than fifty percent off like I got yeah. it for like less than half because it was like at the outlet and it was like the last ones that they had yeah outlets yeah. um so you can get those items and you don't have to pay the full retail value like yeah you can get them and maybe you're it's like the next year, but if you're getting something that's like a timeless design, yeah. it doesn't matter what year it was produced. So you can get those higher end items, but get them at Nordstrom Rack, you know? And you're going <laughs> to want to get them at a, you're going to want to get them in like a timeless look because you're yeah. not, because like it isn't an investment if you then can't wear it the next year because yeah. you're, because it's like so out of fat, out Cost of style. Cost per wear. Yeah. Cost per wear. Because if you buy something that is, you know, a higher priced item, but you wear it for two decades, you know, then yeah. the cost per wear is going to be less than if you went to Zara. And Zara isn't, honestly, Zara's not cheap. You go no. to Zara and it's like, it's the place that I shop a lot at because yeah. it's like the stuff's actually does hold up. Yeah. yeah. And it, but, and it's not very cheap. Um, it is like, I, I have, I have stuff from Zara too, um, because you can get really good stuff there. Um, but people think of it as like fashion and it is fashion, but, um, it's also, it's not that much cheaper than if you were to buy a higher end item and you just waited and you like, you know, you kind of tracked the items and when it went on sale or you when you found it on sale. Yeah. yeah. That's so very like, take true. your time. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are some other, what are some things to not spend money on? What are some things that like you, that you try to avoid like spending a large amount on? So I would say definitely very trendy pieces. 
So if like, yeah, very trending items that you're just like, ah, this is going to go is out. Like everything is happening right now and everyone's wearing it right yeah. today, right now, today, today, today. This is like a very Instagram saturated trend. Yeah. Um, but I love it. So do it. You know, if you love it, if you do it, like do it if you love it, but then don't spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. Um, get like the H&M version. Like, get, right. Yeah. Like that you just then are just going to be like, bye, this is yeah. $15 and it's done. Absolutely. Get the H&M version, get the Zara version. Like you don't need to spend a lot of money on that because it's going to go you're not going to wear it next year. Yeah. Um, things like sometimes like really basic items. I'm like, don't spend a lot of money on them because it's just like everyone, everyone sells a white t-shirt, you know, everyone sells like a white button down. Like, do you need to get that from Gucci or can you get that from banana Republic? You know, yeah. like, do you, you don't really need to spend a lot of money on very basic, simple items. Get those at lesser priced or mid market um, retailers and then for the really one-of-a-kind beautiful pieces that you want like that amazing fabric and you know you want the and name just, yeah then go for then go for like more of a higher-end brand yeah. yeah what are some things that you see in the store like what are some are there any other like hacks for the stores that you kind of have like when you're shopping things that you have in mind or things that you look out for for sure other than just obviously like sales and stuff yeah. like that like are there any things that you like Ooh, like I don't know are there any other tips of the tricks of the trade I mean if you're a student there's so many places have student discounts you just have to say I'm a student and show them an ID and they give you a discount that's yeah. something I loved using um, <laughs> and yeah. then, and then I re I was taking a class at, um, I took a fashion illustration class at the new school. Um, no, no, it was at Pratt, but Pratt's part of the new school. Anyway, um, I could get, while I was there, they're like, oh, you can get a student ID. And I was like, oh my gosh, should I get a You're student like, ID You're like, can again? I really? Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. so I can start getting student sales again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I ended up not getting it. But, um, yeah, those kinds of sales, if there's a little like imperfection in the garment, bring that to the attention of like the person who helps you when you're yeah. purchasing it, see if what they can do for you. Sometimes they'll give you a bit of a discount, but then it'll also be final sale. But if it's something that either you're not going to mind or yeah. you think that like, oh, I could get that stain out at home. Oh, or, it's literally, or just like, yeah. uh, this isn't clothing, but I got, there was a Le Creuset that I wanted to get yeah. and they're like 550, like the one that I wanted yeah. was f like retail for $550. Mm -hmm. And again, something I'll have for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I went to, there was an outlet in like the, right near my hometown mm -hmm. during like, during like Thanksgiving, Black Friday-ish time, we went in and there was a Laker say, and it has like one little teeny mark on the on the top of it that you yeah. can't even see unless yeah. I show you. Mm -hmm. And that was like in the store for $150 because yes. of that. Because they like will not sell it unless it's completely perfect it's because perfect. it's like a luxury item. Yeah. And like, it's like I bought that, I got that for $400 less than I should have. Mm -hmm. And like, Eighty percent off of what its original price is because of like one little teeny mark that no one can find. Yeah, go to those stores. Go to outlets. TJ Maxx has a runway section. Yeah. Um, that has like literal like off like off the runway clothes. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get like the row for really cheap, yeah, go to TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx, and they're like, like a little bit imper imperfect. They I'm might assuming. be imperfect. Yeah. They might be really old. These they might be something from like years ago. But like you can look at TJ Maxx website. Anything that has runway go there and you can find some really great stuff um in new york city secondhand stores like i'll go to um secondhand or consignment stores and you can tell that like these were pieces that went down the runway they were just samples but they were never produced so this is basically like a one-of-a-kind jason Wu, and it's there for really cheap for like 50 what a yeah. hundred bucks like what what would you say is really cheap like Maybe like a hundred bucks. Yeah. I would say like a hundred. But still it's like something that you're like, this is like super unique and like maybe yeah. there's five in the world. And maybe it would have been like $600. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So like for a hundred, like it's worth it. Um, that's what I mean. Like Zara is like 60 to a hundred dollars for something at full price. Yeah. Like the shirt I, was like $50 that I'm wearing right now at Zara. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you could go to like a secondhand store and get that, you know. Similar shirt for, that was like, that's a way more upped version. That might've been worn like, a few times and that's like a hundred. So in yeah. the end it's like, I'll spend a little bit more for like a better quality item and I don't care that it's been worn before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just do that. So things like things like that, secondhand stores, I like firmly believe. I love vintage, so like I'm yes, always going yes, to like same. thrift stores and yeah. secondhand stores, but you can get more current items at these stores as well. Yeah. And save so much money. Yeah. And like actually have it and then you're again you're making an investment and it still is like really a sale. It's like Yeah. Right. Like Century Twenty One has like a second like a like a consignment section that you can get like Louis Vuitton. And you can just like go in there and just like have a day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it like so what it's been used. Who cares? Like you're yeah. saving so much money and it looks brand new. Okay, so let's talk about 
men's fashion yes. a little bit, or at least I don't I don't know how many men clients you do have or how much men men's styling you do have mm-hmm. other than your husband. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so what's something that like if men are originally like wanting to get into like kind of up their style or kind of get mm-hmm. out of that like college like they want to grow up and yeah. like, kind of start to dress like an adult what's like what are a couple things that you can say that they should focus on that they should really be paying attention to that will just up their style for like an easy amount of like effort, effort. yeah I would say fit I mean fit matters for everyone but for guys it's all about like the lines yeah um so if you have some items in your closet that like you invested money in them, but you just bought them off the rack and they're not completely tailored to you, go get them tailored. Um, have them fit like exactly to you. And that's going to make them look like they were so expensive when they didn't necessarily have to be. And it's going to make you look really good. It's going to make you look expensive. So you look like, I mean, it's a very true that we, we do make like judgments and assumptions about someone based on what they're wearing so yeah we were we were yeah. talking about this before we started yeah. recording that basically <laughs> like i love fashion so much and i also think that you that you the way that you dress is the way that everyone perceives you and mm-hmm. also like the way that you like are able to command and not demand but command attention yeah. or command respect in the room is like based on your clothing absolutely so like as a man and a woman if you are wearing items that look like they're quality pieces and they're fit well to you you look like you're successful. You look put together. You look yeah. organized. You look like yeah. that you like know what you're doing. Yeah, you you're look not like a you slob. You have money to spend yeah. on a great wardrobe and having things tailored. Like you, and therefore people, you know, they're going to connect that to. Oh, they're successful. Oh, they they they're good in business. You know, whatever yeah. it is that they're doing. Um, none of these things might be true, but if you kind of it alludes pres- to that. Yeah, if you present this really put together, you know, image that's what people kind of even without thinking about it make those like subconscious assumptions about you yes. and you could use them in your favor like no yeah. one no one's saying like you know trick people but you could use those in your favor to be like yes i am successful and i or i i'm smart whatever that is like i am really smart and you should trust me with this project or with this job with whatever yeah yeah cuz like if i'm if i have the same credentials as someone who comes in here and is like sloppy and just like kind of out of out of sorts and doesn't look like the yeah, part it's like unfortunate but but also, I mean, that person should also not go to an interview looking yeah, like a slob. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. but like, you know, they're going to look at this person and be like, I want that person to represent me. I yeah. want that person to represent my company because, because they they've got it together. Success. They look like they yeah. look the part in the sense of like they are polished. They are like it is thought out. It is a thought out outfit. It's not just like, oh, I threw on whatever I had and yeah. just walked out the door. I mean, I, I need I've had to find who said this, but someone said like um, the way that you dress is like a sign of good manners. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I think. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. Wow. And Say I, that again. The w- this is not the exact quote. I should look at it while we're here. But um, just like the way that you dress is a sign of good manners, which I believe fully in. Because if I'm, if you're going to some kind of event, I feel like you are showing respect to the other people to put your best foot forward. Yes. To like go there not looking like a slob. I'm showing you that I respect you. Like. Yeah. Like if I, I if you that. if I rolled yeah. up to if like, you that like, came in here and we're we're in like a really nice restaurant right now and it's really beautiful and if I was here sitting. Here, and like sweatpants and like a hoodie being yeah. like, like, you know well, what I mean? Like you'd be like, Oh, hi. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, you will did not care. I to like really like that. Yourself well while you're with me. Yeah. yeah exactly. I really like that quote. Wow. I like believe firmly in that. So it's a sign of like respecting other people by like looking good, putting yeah. your best foot forward. Um, and it's also like, we were talking about this before, like there is research that proves that what you wear affects I mean, everyone knows that affects how people think of you, but it also affects how you... Your confidence. And your, your confidence in your behavior and your performance. So the in the way that everyone now is hacking their life, you know, their diet, their, their you know, we're so competent and, like, efficient using all of these different apps. Yeah, or, like, oh, use these apps to, like, cut down yeah. your, like, like, or, like, block the internet from your computer so you can, like, mm-hmm. work for an hour without the internet or no distractions. Or yeah. you use your Apple Watch so that you don't have to look at your phone, but you can, like, be alerted yeah. to things if you need to be alerted. And, like, Intermittent blah, blah, blah. fasting so yeah. that you can, like, you know, burn the most calories and have the most energy. Like, everyone's hacking their life, and they should be finding the best ways to, like, be themselves and live yeah. this life. But we would be doing a disservice to ourselves if we did not realize that, like, our wardrobe can do that for us as well. We should hack our wardrobe. And the, what you wear is going to make you more efficient, more productive, more confident. It's going to put your best foot forward so other people believe in you more. Like, we should be hacking our wardrobes. So I kind of talk about that with clients of, like, let's hack your closet. Like, let's hack your style yeah. and make that work for you and, like, propel your brand. Like, and so you're saying something without even opening your mouth when you meet new people. Um 
so yeah that's how it's like to me like the way you dress is like important important on like a psychological level on like a business level yeah oh no for like yeah. you yourself everyone around you, <laughs> for you like yourself yeah. and everyone around you yeah um i was listening when i was in college tim gunn came to speak to like my my school and so like in one of the big auditoriums because yeah. i went to a large school like uh, you bought a ticket and it was i think it was like 50 bucks and like he went and spoke and it was actually a really really good speech and and he said like how for everyone someone asked the question like for people that think that fashion doesn't isn't doesn't isn't important like what yeah. would you say and he said when you walk into a restaurant how do you know who the people are that work at the restaurant mm-hmm. it's by the clothes that they're wearing mm-hmm. when you walk into a hospital how do you know who is a doctor and who is a nurse and who's just there as either a patient who's a patient and who's like a family member it's by the clothes that they're wearing yeah. like like the way that you dress is the is the first impression that you always give to everyone before you even give them your first impression yeah and I think that's like so true and like so there's such power in that if mm-hmm. you choose to obtain it yeah and that's there so there's an actual like term for that for like that phenomenon or it's called enclosed cognitions and it kind of it's not that but it, it goes along with that where it's basically like the what we wear signifies there's like characteristics that go along with that with each with what you are wearing yeah with that outfit yeah so um we should use that to our advantage so like if what if you wear like every person knows this like there is an outfit that you put on that makes you feel like a boss yeah you know put that outfit on when you need to be a boss and if you are a boss and you want to feel like a boss 24 7 you need to get more outfits Outfits that make you feel that way yeah so you can take on those characteristics and those qualities and do your best um have you heard of power posing Yes. Yeah. My boyfriend does it all the time. He's like, I did it in the bathroom before my interview. Like, yeah, basically you like hand on your hip, like Wonder yeah. Woman, like Wonder Woman pose mm-hmm. or like hands up in the hands air. Hands up in the air, which and is like, like victory. That's yeah. kind of like natural pose people go into when they've like, vic- like when like something exciting happens. Yeah. So yeah. Like power posing, which is like if you put if you put your body in these positions, you feel more confident. You feel like you can think clearer. You feel better. Um which is like this is not the best scientific explanation of what that study revealed, but that's essentially it. Yeah, you basically feel better about yourself yeah, or so feel powerful. Feel powerful, and then you can you can go into that big meeting and not be scared and not be like timid. So you can use your clothes for that exact same purpose. It's basically power dressing. You know, yeah. I mean, people have heard of that before, but like power posing and clothes, kind of, like they all kind of work together. Like yeah. you can put on clothes and use them to become that person that you want to be. Yeah. And it's not frivolous and it's not self-centered and it's not like whatever people think when sometimes they think about fashion. It's actually really smart and more people well, and like should be doing like self-loving. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Self-care. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like to feel good about yourself and like feel that you are powerful or, or give yourself the incentive to want to f- look to like feel better about yourself and confidence, self-confidence, honestly. Yeah. Right. I, I kind of like hacked it for myself like a, like a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, where I realized that all of my workout clothes were in really bright colors. My workout shoes, all of my workout gear, bright colors, because I, it made me feel energetic, energetic, made me feel pumped up to like go work out. Yeah. But my everyday clothes, my, you know, day to day wardrobe was like all muted colors. I like soft pastels and I like neutrals. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, let me try to wear more color because if I wear color to work out because it makes me feel energetic and like ready to go then maybe I should wear that day-to-day. Yeah, I translate that into day-to-day and not workout clothes. And not feel so, like, muted. Like, let me, maybe I could hack that and, you know, grasp that and feel more lively on a day-to-day basis. So I started wearing more color, and I realized I love color, and it does make me feel that way. Like, when I do wear color, I feel, like, vivacious and happy, and I need to wear more color. I can't wear, like, beige all the time. Um, And then there's days when, like, I love, you know, very kind of muted tonal dressing, but... I, I don't have to do it all the time and I don't have to um, to me like I was thinking oh well, that's my personal style it's like actually I had a lot of more layers of personal style yeah. and I just needed to explore it and try it out and once I tried it out and I realized I loved it and I loved the way it made me feel I did more of it what's another thing what's another thing that people can do that are like wanting to get into their own personal style or explore their own personal style what is that so like tailoring you said like especially for men like tailoring yes th- make something tailored to you I always think that that's very like everyone always says anyone that's a, a real stylist that says that is always they tailored. always say get a tailor because yeah. if you're doing something and you're not like yeah and you're just like you spend all this money on something and it doesn't fit you right like why do you have it and yeah. I think that's like such a, a good idea. What's another thing like that? That's like if you want to be if you want to start investing or start exploring your personal style more, what's something else people can do? Well, I would say if you're not sure what because a lot of like when I work with person, they don't know what their personal. Yeah, style they're like is. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, they're like I just I I buy 
office clothes, but I don't think any of it is me, you know? Yeah. So um, I, I would recommend kind of starting out almost like in like a marketing way, you know, start thinking about like, a word cloud, you know, if you, what are, what are the words that you want to associate with yourself? Yeah. Like, what do you want to be? Do you want to feel feminine? Do you want to feel powerful? Do you want to feel playful? Do you want to feel whimsical? Do you want to like, yeah. yeah like what are, what are, do you want to look, do you want to feel like polished or polished? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are the words that you want to associate with? You want to be associated with you and you want to associate with yourself. Um, Cause depending on like what you do for work, which is where we spend most of our time and a lot of our wardrobe kind of dictates yeah. that. Um, you have to like think about that. Who, uh, who do I want to be? And if you're in transition, like you may not be that person now, but like what are you aspiring to be? So like create that word cloud and then start looking at images of outfits. Go through magazines, go through Pinterest, go through, you know, style blogs and Instagram and start saving or marking or printing the outfits that you feel you want to try out I might want to like let let me like test that and also works with your word cloud so if you want to be sophisticated and polished because you're going up for a promotion and you need to be you know kind of seen in that way at the office you may not be able to do kind of like bohemian flower child dresses yeah depending on what your office is <laughs> but you might like yeah. let's say like yeah, you yeah. work at an like office I can wear whatever I want basically work yeah. All the time. yeah and like people know your like your level and they're going to treat you that way so like depending on like what your life is kind of look at what you are are gravitating towards and connect that to what you want to be and if it's not going to achieve your goal then put it to the side maybe that's something you wear on the weekend yeah Um, and then from that start seeing what you have in your closet that kind of fulfills those ideas that you're having before you start spending money on it and then as you're shopping start buying you know purchasing pieces that are working towards that don't just like start like and having having nothing in mind you kind of do have to give yourself a little bit of direction um and then yeah it's just start purchasing pieces that are working within those categories yeah yeah what um did i answer your question yes yeah I like forgot what your question was. No, it on does. The, on no, the it does. <laughs> no, it does. Like it does definitely because it's like, l- like looking, like thinking about what you want your style to be rather than just being like, is this me? Is this me? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like actually having and like nailing down like what you want to say with the, what you're wearing. Yeah, and also rather it, than being like just being like, oh, this like looks cool, so I'm gonna b- spend a lot of money on all this stuff, and then yeah. like I don't actually like any of it, and I like it all just just wearing me, and I'm not wearing it. Or and, I liked like, it on that person. Yeah, doesn't mean you're gonna like it on you. Yeah, like you need to see it on yourself first, and then you'd be like, mm, no, this isn't me. Um, another thing that I tell people, like if you're not going to work with a stylist, um, go shopping with a friend, go shopping with a friend who has different style from you and shop for each other. Like you buy what you would love to see your friend in and have them, well not buy, you like pull what you'd love to see and have them pull for you and go try on those clothes because part of the like fun of working with a stylist or part of the purpose of working with a stylist is just getting fresh eyes on your look and having them pull things for you that they think you would look great in that you wouldn't have necessarily pulled for yourself because you kind of live within your own parameters of like, well, this is what I look good in. So this is what I always yeah. purchase over and over and over again. So have someone who is different from you and different from your style, pull pieces for you, try on those pieces. And you might find that you like a few of the items that they pulled and you're like, Oh, I never would have gone for that. Like off the show, off the shoulder, like ruffled top. I find it, it. I thought it might be too girly for me, but you put it on. You're just like, Oh my God, I feel beautiful. And you know, yeah. and you, then you go for that and you thought but that you, you would were never like pick a rocker chick. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I used to, I remember when I used to like work at a clothing store, like, and the, the like it was all mainly dresses. And like, mm-hmm. I just remember like the women being like, Oh my God, I would never wear something like this. And I would be like, I'd be like, just try it on. And they would yeah. try it on sometimes. And I knew it was going to fit really well. And mm-hmm. I knew it was going to fit their body well. Yes. And they'd be like, Oh my God, this is beautiful. Like, I'd, and I'm yeah. like, I told you, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, I would have never thought to wear something like this. Like I'm very plain or I like I've this that or I like so that. I've heard that so many times. Yeah. yeah. I never would have pulled this for myself. I never would pull this for and myself. I, yeah. And I think that like also two people like think that they like can't wear certain things or mm-hmm. they can't step out of the box that yes. they've like, gr- like put themselves in. And it's just like, that's just not true at all. Yeah. And I think that that's like a big hindrance is like people not believing that they can change their style or they can like, I even, I like, I'm someone with a lot of personal style and yeah. a lot of people say like, you have such a unique style and like, I can't put it in a box. And Mm -hmm. I always, and like I even over the last like year have been like transitioning that style to be like more adult and more like more look more expensive and have it be less of like a grunge. Like I love like a nineties grunge, like Mm -hmm. oversized denim, everything, but like more like an expensive version of that, an expensive version of like Mm -hmm. the, the like, um, like, 
tattered shirt or like the the like button down shirt that's like kind of like not like what I'm wearing right now it's just kind of like a, a striped shirt that's kind of like kind of beachy but kind of not like could mm-hmm. be in the city and like like I've been like chain even like someone who has a lot I in my opinion I have a lot of personal style like yeah doesn't I'm still bringing that into like another era of like my life and even yes. you know what I mean I yeah. feel like uh, people can evolve and you're um, kind of like upgrading it too. Yes. Because you're like, I have a, this is my personal style. I do feel like this is me, but I need to kind of tweak it so that it fits this new phase of my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's very smart. What are some, f- like, we can kind of start to wrap it up here a little bit. What would you, what, what are some final like tips that you would say or some things that you feel that you're always saying to people or that like, that you see a lot that you wish people did differently? What are some mm-hmm. final like t- other tips that I, we haven't covered yet at all? I think that you kind of just touched on it when you're saying that there, you've worked with, women who were like oh I can't wear that and then they try it on they're like oh I like this you know I didn't think this would be for me and what I say to clients is like there are no rules there are literally no rules you there's nothing that you're like I can't wear that you know you can wear whatever you want yeah Yeah, you can wear anything as long as you want to yeah you know like I I've worked with clients and they'll put something on they're like oh I can't do this like they're they're like scandalized like oh I can't wear that I was like yes you can you can wear it if you want to wear it um and what I'll recommend is a lot of that kind of hesitation comes from the fact that we're just not used to seeing ourselves in those new like you know types of pieces those Mm -hmm. new silhouettes um that maybe something that's tight like that or maybe something that's comfortable that's um colorful like that so if you find something and you like it and you think that you want to take that you want to kind of move in that direction and go outside of your comfort zone bring it home or wear it around the house just get used to seeing that's yourself what I was going to ask you is like yeah. how do you get yourself to wear those things that you know that you're going to like but you never you're always hesitant to you're put like on scared yeah you're yeah. just like scared to like um actually commit yeah exactly and wear it okay outside. so wear it around the house wear it around the house because you get by used mirrors. to it. you get used to seeing yourself in it and okay. you get used to wearing it, and then it feels more like you. It doesn't feel like it's wearing you. You're yeah. wearing it. And then you're like, you know what? I can go. I can leave the house now. That's a really good mm-hmm. tip <laughs> that yeah. I would have never thought Do of. Do it at home. Wear it in your house, like in your, in your shame, in your privacy. Alone. In your yeah. shame. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wear it at home. Just get used to Because that is the entire battle. It's just get used to seeing yourself in it. And then once you're comfortable with it, then you can walk outside and yeah, not feel like you're in someone else's clothes and yeah. then feel confident about it. Cause it's really all about how you carry it. You know, yes. there's nothing that isn't for you. It's just about whether or not you feel like you can carry it. Um, and then if you're carrying it and you don't look uncomfortable and you're like, you know, pulling at everything, and you, you say you carrying cover it up. as like pulling it off and like making it look good. Right. Yeah, carrying yeah. it. It's like, I can, I can carry I can, this, like, carry look. this look. As, yeah. yeah. And then you walk out and then you're like, you're owning it. And then that's how you can wear whatever you want. If you yeah. want to, if you feel like you can own everything that you wear, then you can wear whatever you want. There's no like pattern. Like there's certain things like depending on um, there's like guidelines that yeah. stylists have. But even so, like yeah. I feel that like even the like the black and the brown or like the this and the that. There's all those like old like just like stupid yeah. like rules. And I feel like uh, people break them all the time, and they always look amazing. And when they, they look do amazing. It right. yeah. yeah, and it's you know, oh, I can't wear that because I'm too curvy or I can't wear that. It's like you can wear whatever you want. Yeah. You just have to own it. And and that's the way that you can own it. Just get used to seeing yourself in it. And then you walk out the door and it's you. Yeah. What's another, um, any, any final, <laughs> like, what would you, you know what, actually let's, going back to your like personal story and stuff like that, mm-hmm. what's something I ask everyone this, what, what would you have said to yourself when you were thinking, when you were thinking like, I want to, I want to change careers and I don't want to be an attorney and I want to yeah. leave like pre-law basically and yeah. go into something else. Mm-hmm. What is something, what, what would you tell yourself right now when you were, if you, you today right now, what would you say to that person back then that was making that decision and struggling with that? So basically like when that happened, I kind of had like. And I had this like epiphany. I also had what I felt was like, I mean, I'm a Christian. So like, I believe in prayer and I, I felt like I got like a word from God, which was basically like your career is not going to be straight or direct, but you're going to get to where you're supposed to go. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like, I, like, I guess, I guess like, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like now that I'm not applying for law school and I don't know exactly what, what job title I'm looking for. Like, I don't know exactly what the industry is. Like, I'm just like leaving it up to the, like chance. Like yeah. yeah. And, and just hoping that every opportunity I get is going to lead me in the right direction. And now that I'm 
six years out, like that all happened. It like it did. And like I worried a lot and I had a lot of anxiety and like there were a lot of nights where I was like crying and I was like oh my god like what what am I doing like, yeah, like I gave up like this surefire career path where like I had like I I was like gonna get a scholarship like it was all set and I was yeah. and I like gave it all up and I was like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna figure this out and there were times when I just like was super depressed and like crying about like what what am I doing with my career like like there was so many people had such high hopes for me and like, and, like what I'm am I doing it all away. Yeah, yeah what am I doing like and that like that definitely happened but I always had in the in like the end and kind of in the back of my mind a, a sense of peace that I was like you know what I was I didn't do this for myself like I do feel like I had like a higher power telling me like this is what you're supposed to do yeah and I'm going with that because like I don't want to do anything that's purely for myself if that's not where I'm meant to be like yeah. I'm not going to go and like say like well no I'm not that's too scary I'm going to do what I think I need to do I'm just going to be like oh, well that's where I'm, if that's where I'm supposed to go then like that's where I'll go um so I did so I did that so in the back of mind I'm just like but this is where I was led like it's scary and I don't know what I'm doing and sometimes I like I took a job one day because I was like freelancing and I was assisting and I was like I took a job selling tattoos on like the side of like you know like when they and Soho they have those little tables yes oh my god that's amazing so Wait, like, I did not know this about you <laughs> I knew I had like there was an entrepreneur that like I knew and she's like oh I just need someone to help me like sell like like temporary those like gold temporary like boho tattoos on the side of the road and I was like I need the extra money so I went and I felt like she was very sweet and she paid me and it was great but I just at the end of the day I felt so like demoralized I was like is this what I got a college degree for like to, to yeah, sell yeah, tattoos yeah. on the side of the road to like finance like my fashion career like it is like should I be giving up and then and I was like this is just what you got to do like this is just the dues that you have to pay and these are the experiences that you have to have to get yourself to where you want to be and now that I'm here I love my job I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be yeah I'm so happy with the work that I do and it's so like creatively fulfilling and I feel like I'm useful here that all of that like anxiety and all of those like crummy little jobs that I took to make money to not have to like give up and take a full-time job while I was still like you know trying to get my feet under me as a stylist like all of that was worth it yeah and my my road to success is still not done like I'm nowhere near where I want to be but it was not straight and it was not direct. And yeah. it was like exactly what I like. You like felt that you knew it was Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it was like my road was previously going to be extremely direct. Well, it and was it's like also like when you are in law, you like, it's all mapped out for you. Like you know exactly where you're going to be in 10 years because yeah. you like, that's what you are. You but go to yeah. law school. You you like go do you, you get your internship. Basically, you, you like your residency or whatever, which basically you're like a pre or like Yeah, a, you're, you're, you're an like intern. An under, basically underling of the like law yeah, firm or whatever. You pass your bar. You like, you become like. Yeah, it's like mapped out for you for like 20 years basically. Yeah. Where any creative job, and you know, there's no map. Yeah, it's like you make your own, your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make yeah, your own adventure. adventure. Yeah, and that was scary for especially someone like me that was like kind of going from something so like concrete. Yeah, but it was exactly what needed to happen, and so I'm really happy. And I always, I'm, I always try to like talk to young people about the fact that like I'm so happy that I took that risk and I took that jump because I was going to be a miserable attorney, and I am instead a happy stylist and. I do feel like I can help people as a stylist. Like I thought like, oh, as a civil rights attorney, I'm going to help I'm gonna people. I'm going to fight the man. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I, you can still be involved in, in like activism and helping people in well, any career that you're in. And like helping people feel really confident or feeling good about themselves is helping them to like exactly. achieve what they want to do. I feel like sometimes you always think like I need to be the most selfless person and I have to like like do this because I'm directly doing mm -hmm. A, B, and C, but it's like being able to like, even like being successful to have money to help other people fund what they want to do. Like a lot of what I like, my goals and aspirations that I put on like yeah. a vision board or like I put out into the universe yeah. is like, I want to be successful to like be able to finance the dreams of the people around me. Absolutely. You like, know what I mean? Like, and like, I feel like you do that in a certain way because you're helping these people dress better. They're going to get the job that they want. They're going to get the, they're mm -hmm. going to get this because they feel confident and they're going to have the guts to go up to the person that they like had a crush on that they want to like go on a date with. Yeah. Yeah. like the person that ends up being their person that they marry or like mm -hmm. they end up going to do a b and c because they feel good about the way that they yeah. look it's amazing how like for men and for women for women it's they want to feel beautiful for men yeah. they want to feel like handsome and strong whatever um or they want to feel beautiful so for whatever it is what 
like that change, like it's amazing to see that transformation in someone when you put them in something that they feel great in, like it truly helps them and it truly makes them feel wonderful about themselves. And when I'm one-on-one with a client and I see that, I'm just like, I am helping people. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need to be like, like, you know, on the grander scale of like well, human like rights, don't, like, but have like to be the face of like the, the like yeah. you're ch- leading a charge and you're I'm leading not a, a protest. Cooney, but yeah, like yeah. I, I'm helping people, yeah. and I and I'm helping people like one on one, and I love that. Um, so I feel like that's really, like I, I feel really good about what I'm doing, and yeah, and it's important work, <laughs> which yeah. is funny because no, like, really I mean, I'm like I'm not saving lives, but like when I'm with that one person and they feel great, like that was important. Like yeah. that that working I worked with once um a woman who was going to her mother's funeral and she needed a white outfit yeah because the mom had said that she didn't she didn't want people wearing black one more black she wanted everyone in white and i helped her and she's like and my mom loved blue so i put like i put her in a white we got her a white look blue beautiful accessories and she looked she's like my mom would have loved this and i was just like Oh my. Like like yeah, like yeah, I yeah. and she loved and being like just so happy and she, you know, left me a great review and like thing and, and she and I was I was like you know like you, you don't yeah, you, you never know when you're gonna how fashion could be used to like help, help someone, someone yeah. yeah so that's a great story yeah that's really nice and you like really did help that person yeah because like she needed a stylist she was like I can't think about yeah. this I don't want to go shopping for, I don't want to do this like I don't want to have to go buy that like white dress that I'm wearing to my mom's yeah futural so like i want someone else to do it so i helped her in that and she was good and we got her out the door and she was happy um and i hope that we honored her mom in the choice in her style and what she was wearing yeah so not every not every (laughs) encounter is like that but there's like sometimes yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. where you feel like you're like i did something good today um and then i it's 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 just a great it's just a great job yeah and you really love it and you're really good at it Especially with your own style. So, um, wha- any final thoughts? Any, any other? final thoughts? Um, well, if I always, like I said, I love talking to young people and like asking, answering people's questions. Um, and I'll do like panel discussions about this work um, because it is really scary. Any kind of creative job of just trying yeah. to find your way. Um, so, if anyone wanted to reach out and ask me questions, I would like, I would answer all of them. I'd love to talk to anyone. And where can people find you? Um, easiest way to find me is Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at Gloria Cospito, my full name. And then you can like email me there. You can yeah, DM you have all me. your stuff there. DM yeah, and, like, email. you can check you out have, my website. You have email and you're like yeah, in your I, info, right? You can like tap and like email me or you can DM me. Um, you could look at my portfolio and see like what does a wardrobe stylist do? What does, you know, I mainly have wardrobe styling. They're not personal styling um, because that's people and you can also <laughs> just like look at this face that i get to got to look at for a whole hour and like all your cute outfits and like you have a really good instagram and you thank have you. a really good your like, blog your personal style is very very good what is the blog thank you so my blog is the payette um so a payette is basically like an over people are just like what's a payette payette is an oversized sequin um and the blog is basically my outlet to share all share styling tips and all of my like intel as a stylist to help people get out of their comfort zone and be inspired and try new things with their style and just like find what makes them feel amazing so that's what i have my blog amazing and they and that you can your link to that is in your instagram as well yeah so that's all at gloria caspito her full name which you'll see in the title of this episode um thank you so much for sharing your story thank you for having me chris um we should not see each other every two years and make (laughs) it more often and yeah. come here in this place that we're at right now and eat more because it looks really good. Um, again, thank you so much for being here and doing this. Um, if you guys have questions for Gloria, you can find her at Gloria Caspito. You can find me at the Crystal Rosa and you can find the show at loud and curious and at loud You can also find my um, new blog, attention seeking Homebody, at a T T N S H.com. Um, and yeah, if you have if you have questions for Gloria for um, or if you want to be on the show, you can email me at Chris at loudandcurious.com. Um, I guess that's it. Until next time. Chris, you're the best. Bye. <laughs> Bye. This episode of Loud and Curious was produced by me, Chris DeRosa. My cover art photo and all the photos on my website were taken by Alyssa Timoteo. Cover art graphics and photo editing by Chris Moore. The boys from Remember Jones wrote and performed my theme music. Like them on Facebook and Instagram at Remember Jones.
next time on Loud and Curious. So what are you ever like I fucking moved here? Oh, all the time. And throwing that like, in his face consistently. Yeah. Like yeah. all the thinking. All the time. Do you advise that for people? Yeah, for sure. If you are twenty and in a relationship with a thirty year old and he's in a band and like doesn't actually know how to give a shit about you, just like throw it in his face. Throw it in his face. <laughs> opportunity to throw it in throw it in his face what are you waiting for or if you're thinking about it it's too late like you should have already why you think uh, respond react okay just react yeah it was not healthy so like drama city just drama i tanya level if you have minus minus some guns (laughs) (laughs)